Welcome to the podcast. Meow. Oh, Andy's been working on a theme song for us. Oh, yeah? Well, how's it go? Are there words? Are you singing? Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> is it just, is it like a techno beat with you in the background going, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. He's into it. <laughs> <laughs> All of Andy's noises. You could do that. Yeah, he was, de- he downloaded, what was it, Garage Band yeah, yeah. sounds or whatever earlier, and he was playing through some of them. He's like, here's this drum beat thing. It was pretty... I, he said it was too uppity for us, like too like upbeat. I don't know. It's not not music you can nap to. N- no. Okay. I bet you could because you can nap can in nap any to- situation. So last oh. night when I went to pick up Sarah Jane, <laughs> I went to the wrong place. I thought she was taking the train. She took a bus, and I t- <laughs> I took about a twenty five minute nap in the Amtrak parking lot for no reason because you no didn't need to be there. <laughs> you were just a homeless person for a little I was bit. Just a homeless person sleeping in the Amtrak parking lot. I even put my seat back. <laughs> I was really tired. And then were you, okay, well. She texted me and she was like, we got in early, I'm here. And I was like, okay, great, me too. And then it took me like all of maybe a couple minutes to be like, oh, wait. And I scrolled up and checked the screenshot she had sent me and was like, that's a greyhound. Be right there. <laughs> I was so scared because like, that's a scary parking lot at night. Yeah. Is it the one downtown? Wait, what yeah, one is it? Downtown Albany. Downtown Albany. Yeah, which is luckily just across the bridge from Rensselaer. So I got there. Oh my god, this, this is so nice. This little bubby. Look at that. He is in wow. love. I'm blessed. Do you think they'd notice if you took a greyhound back on the greyhound? Because oh, I should. You could. You looks like you might have to. He seems to get along well with cats. Yes, I'll, I'll take him. Yep. Yep. He actually loves them. The worst thing that's happened is that he wants to play with the cats and the cats are like, uh, no, get away from me. But like he's never gone after them or been aggressive towards them unless they like like right now, if one of our cats jumped like up behind the couch or like on there, he'd like he'd freak out. But it's because he's scared, fair enough, though. you know, but um, anyways, welcome to the V-Spot podcast, folks. Mm hmm. Where Kat doesn't know where to pick up her friends. So if you're ever looking to be uh, to come visit for some reason, definitely don't let her pick you up. Because she'll be busy now. What was was it late? Uh, it was it was like nine twenty when I got there. Wait, what do you mean needing to nap and sleep that that early on? I was tired. <laughs> In your defense, I I love to nap. Napping yeah. is my favorite thing to do. I, yeah, I just look. Well, I've got I've got this time. I'll just close my. I even set an alarm. I was like, I'll just close my eyes, and everything will be fine. So, that's cat. That's me. That's also Danny. <laughs> I'm not doing what you just did because it scared me. Oh. Um, but we should introduce. I could do it. Okay, that's me. <laughs> did it work? <laughs> Yeah, it's good. Okay, thanks. It didn't make me uncomfortable or anything, if that's what you mean. Oh. That's actually unique, because I feel like most things that I do come out and make someone uncomfortable. Mostly because I'm awkward about everything. Mm -hmm. But it's fine. Uh, We should introduce, we've been already been talking to about, and they've heard her voice. You have a nice podcasting voice. You do. Thank you so much. (laughs) You do. I was trying to say something really smooth, but... No, I no, don't it's have good. it. It's nice. No, it is. It's very nice. Yeah. So, introduce yourself. Our friend, not even our, our guest, just friend. <laughs> not, our friend. not our friend. Okay, that's not, not our friend. Yeah, no, not our friend. Actually, fuck off. No, yeah. <laughs> the energy in here just got real weird. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm Sarah Jane. Yeah. Um, how long? I so I've known Cat for like what eight years now. A long fucking time. Yeah, it's a long time. Yeah. A long time. Um. Yeah. Yeah, what 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 would you like in this intro? <laughs> I feel like this is one of those um, we are gonna need your blood type. Okay, and, social um, security number positive. for sure. <laughs> um, it's five five five. Um, I don't know. No, I don't know. Um, I was born in Tennessee. <laughs> Were you really? Yeah. Oh. But see, you learn something new. Yeah. You're the only 10 I see. Uh, yes. <laughs> that was really good. Thank you. I'm proud of you for that one. Thank you. Uh, I don't know. Um, well, we usually do like a little, um, 
like because I don't even really know the answer to this question like how long you've been vegan and like a little of your background right so I I've been vegetarian for a while Mm -hmm. probably like six years or so Mm -hmm. and um I started making the transition towards veganism a little bit I don't know maybe like two or three years ago I guess um but I became really strict about it probably around a year ago Mm -hmm. maybe a little bit less than a year ago Mm -hmm. yeah what um what made you decide to do vegan um I guess there were a lot of things that um that got me into it I mean I do I I mean obviously I'm sitting with your dog in my lap I love animals (laughs) and um you know once I started to learn what I know what the meat industry is and what it does. It obviously it bothered me. So, and, um, yeah. And it honestly wasn't that hard. It wasn't that hard to give it up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I can remember a million years ago when I tried to do it the first time Mm -hmm. being at classical concepts with you and being like, fuck it. I want a Buffalo chicken wrap. Do you remember that place in the food court? Absolutely. (laughs) I was like, fuck it. I remember, like, that was your Achilles heel is the buffalo chicken. The buffalo chicken. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. I think we might have started going vegetarian at the same time yeah. and then yeah. maybe fell off the boat. Yeah. At some point. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember you telling me a story about beef jerky. As oh my well. God. Yeah. So <laughs> I had been, I had been vegetarian, mostly vegan for, oh, I don't know, a while. Not I, wait, what is it? Was it like a year? It was a it was a while, but it wasn't like that long. No, where not it was really. Like a huge misstep or anything. Right. Um. I was at like a, a Dick's Sporting Goods, and <laughs> I saw the beef jerky, and I just really I wanted it. <laughs> I wanted it real bad. <laughs> and I yeah, and I I bought it and I ate it. <laughs> I was like, oh. Oops. <laughs> Have you tried the primal jerky though? Yes. yes. It's so good. Yes. So now I don't feel like I'm missing anything. There's, um, uh, you know, Vital Eats. I do. They're doing a jerky now. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. We just mentioned that yesterday we saw when we walked by at the farmer's market. And yeah, they're doing a that jerky. That sounds good. Mm-hmm. I bet it is good. Mm-hmm. Because everything they do is good. Yeah. Oh, I can hear the purring. Mm-hmm. So nice. Um, well... Do you have any anything to discuss? Um, the only thing I saw was Jesus vegan, vegan Jesus. What? <laughs> That's the only like I was like going on live kindly because I was like maybe I'll pull maybe I'll like find a pop culture thing and we can just talk about what we actually want to talk about. Um, yeah, sure. It's a prime example of. Something that's not actually vegan. Right. Like not a vegan article. The title is Jesus Gets a Vegan Makeover in New Joaquin Phoenix Movie. What? <laughs> and then, like, that's the photo. Is that a Mad Libs? What? It's... Is he holding a Friskies can? No, he's holding the vegan tuna can. Oh, it looked like a Friskies it does. can. But why is, is Joaquin... Oh. It's, it's because he's in... So stupid. It, I hate exactly. that. Exactly. He's in a movie about Mary Magdalene and her story. Yeah. And so they're like, well, Joaquin Phoenix is vegan. So now Jesus so is. So now Jesus is going to be vegan because <laughs> wow. Joaquin so Phoenix is playing Jesus. So maybe Jesus could be. And the whole the article literally in there says, you know, the film's roots lie in compassion, love, and kindness. And so, like, that's what Joaquin Phoenix does in his life. And so, well, vegan isn't, Jesus. Wasn't it, like, a thing in the Bible that, like, people ate plants until the, like, flood or not the flood? Something happened. And then Jesus was like, here's some fish. Isn't that how it goes? <laughs> <laughs> it is now. <laughs> that's a thing, though, right? That people, like, didn't eat meat until they had to in the Bible because something happened and all the... The yeah, the, gar- the Garden of Eden. Wasn't that like they didn't eat animals in the Garden of Eden, right? And then, yeah, then they, after they got the boot, they started eating animals. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not. I don't know. I'm not. Yeah, this <laughs> oh, is yeah. not, I like this not my happened. area of expertise. Yeah. But anyway. Know. And then Jesus said, here's some fish. <laughs> <laughs> he did. <laughs> one of those is Old Testament, one is New Testament. Yeah. The New Testament according to Kat. <laughs> I would read that. I would too. Maybe that should be my next podcast. All oh, the next podcast oh is going gosh. back through and like reinterpreting the Bible. What a great podcast. I bet that exists. It has to. I don't know. 
But also, I think I would hate that because then you'd have to read the Bible. You'd have to read the Bible. (laughs) You don't have to, though, because what if I just said, hey, tell me the story of Isaac, and then you could just... I'd be like, I've met this guy, Isaac. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Because I I don't know that story. (laughs) Yeah. It would be fun. It would be a lot of fun. And I mean, honestly... (laughs) Jesus gave everybody some fish. Honestly, though, think about it. It's all interpretations anyway. So you could just like spark notes what the like. The <laughs> spark notes oh my goodness. The, Bible. the other day, um, uh, my girlfriend and I were talking about the Bible and she was naming different Bible verses. And then she went to she said, you know, let there be light. You shall not pass. And I was like, that's definitely Lord of the Rings. Yeah. <laughs> so good. But like, that's that's exactly it. You could put things that are not in the bible and people yeah. be like oh yeah no that's yeah. in the book of isaiah or whatever <laughs> uh vegan jesus oh wait so a second vegan joker i was just going to say <laughs> that so the joker is going to be vegan now that's confusing because joaquin phoenix is right. the joker in the new film i can kind mm-hmm. of see the joker being vegan though yeah yeah it makes sense to me for some reason okay because it's like anarchy you know sure yeah okay. yeah, yeah. Okay. I could see that. <laughs> yeah. Actually, interesting. What if one of the, like the origin stories is that he was like a really like cool, like um, anarchist yeah. vegan? I hear you've read my fan fiction. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. Oh man. Uh, yeah, that was the only thing I had like pop culture wise though. Is I saw that and honestly I didn't want to go past. It was you know vegan right. Jesus was like the highest. Right. Yeah, that was, yeah. Anything on your, no? I don't think so. No? Nope. Cool. Let's talk. Okay. Now what? I really wish that I had put my drink up here instead of on the floor. That's awkward. It's okay. I'm just going to power through. Okay. Um, Like when you had to pee during spin class this Uh, morning? I wasn't, I didn't have to pee that much. It was just like a little Was it like a nervous pee? I think it probably was nervous pee, and because I drank a little bit of coffee directly before, mm-hmm. so it was like coffee pee. Mm-hmm. It was fine. I was fine. I was just being dramatic, you know. My ang- no. It was my anxiety being yeah. like, you can't clip out of this bike. You have to stay here forever. <laughs> this is where you live now. Because what if you can't get back into the bike? <laughs> and then you have to stand in the back of the room going. And then you're just going to have to wait for somebody to help you, but she's teaching a class, and then you're going to have to change your sneakers or leave. <laughs> and then you can't ever go back if you have to leave. You can't ever go back. Uh, it's exhausting. I know. Anxiety's I kind of have to pee now from talking about it. Yeah. So. Uh, how do we want to do this? I don't know. Format wise. Yeah, I don't. Um, well, that's why I was a little bit challenged telling you my vegan uh, right. origin story. Right. Yeah. Because, right. I mean, do you want to just say what the topic is? And I can Yeah, I guess there? we can. I, I, yeah. So, um, and you brought this topic to us, which yes. is cool because I did not know that this was a thing. Yes. Um, so. I guess I'll just let you talk because I honestly don't know anything. So yeah, just talk here. We're just gonna we're gonna, gonna do nap. the thing okay. where we just right, listen great. and cool. like look in admiration because that's usually what we do. Is we end up like slack jawed like... going? <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> so the text that I sent to Cat, um, I suggested the topic of um, people who use veganism as a, a way to bolster their eating disorder, and um. I definitely don't want to come across as saying that veganism is an eating disorder because that's totally not what I'm saying or anything like that. But um, and also not to say that people with eating disorders can't be vegan. It's just something you kind of have to pay attention to. So um, when I went pretty hardcore vegan recently, it was definitely because of an eating disorder. It was I mean, like I said, I definitely had compassion and a, a want to do the the vegan lifestyle, but um, it was kind of like we were talking about in the car with your mom. Mm-hmm. Um, if somebody offers me peanut M and M's, I'm sorry that I'm going to eat that. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, at least that's how I was then, and um, I had I had just been through a breakup. I was had a lot of stuff going on, and I remember specifically thinking when somebody brought cookies to work, I was like you shouldn't like my you know my eating disorder voice said you shouldn't eat those and then it said oh because they're not vegan Mm. and so i was like of course i can't eat that that's not vegan so then i just sort of latched on to that and um 
then it yeah definitely went into a, a downward spiral for mm-hmm. sure um i don't know what like where to specifically go from from there but i know that it's definitely a thing like i yeah. looked it up and that's one like warning sign for eating disorders is mm-hmm. some big dietary change like switching to vegetarianism or veganism or um paleo or anything like that um there's actually um, an eating disorder called orthorexia. Yeah, I Googled. I did like yeah. a little bit of Googling yeah. before this, um, and that came up all over the place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that one is basically just um, being obsessed with eating good food. So yeah. mm-hmm. it can be like a raw diet. It can be it, it can be anything like that. It's just taking that health diet to the mm-hmm. extreme where it's actually an obsession and yeah. mm-hmm. not healthy. Yeah. Um, and now yeah. did you – like, did you realize what you were doing on your own? I was going to say, like, how did you come to this conclusion? Uh, I knew I was doing it. It was one of those things that I knew I was doing, but the louder voice was the eating disorder voice. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was a part of me that was like, you know, you know what you're doing. Yeah. Um, and I mean, fortunately for me, I was already in therapy at the time. Um, so when I started losing a lot of weight, my therapist eventually called me out on it. And she was trying to be very gentle and she was like, well, I know that you're that you're vegan and vegan's a great, uh, you know, a great uh, way to be. You know, she was trying to bolster the whole um, veganism thing. And I just said, yeah, and it's also a really convenient way not to eat something if you don't want to. And she was she was like, well, I didn't want to jump to that conclusion, but Mm -hmm. it's yeah, it's definitely a thing. Um, But at the same time, I don't want to go back to not being vegan so it's a it's a a balancing act now trying to be both healthy and vegan right so my rule recently has been if i want to eat something i'm just going to do it because it's Mm -hmm. not good for me not to um and again it's not like i'm going to eat a scrambled egg or drink a cup of milk or anything I, i definitely won't do that but um We'll go back to the cookie thing. If there's a cookie, if somebody give, offers me one, I'm going to go ahead and eat it. Just sure. because limiting myself is not good for me right now. Mm-hmm. Right. So. Right. Because um, cause in Googling, like mm-hmm. most, I reread the article that you sent me uh-huh. because mm-hmm. I remembered when you sent it to me that you weren't a super fan of the things that she had to say. I just felt like she was a little harsh. Yeah, she's a little harsh. <laughs> yeah, but I, yeah. I guess it's interesting coming from like two different perspectives because I was reading it from this like wow, this is really interesting and things that I never thought of. Mm-hmm, and I mm-hmm. this makes complete sense to me. But like, I also don't have a personal tie to it. So right. I didn't take it from a harsh standpoint, if yeah. you will. But both that article and more or less everything else that I saw were like, if you have an eating disorder, you cannot be vegan. Right, right. And, I don't necessarily think that that's true. Yeah. But my therapist did say that when I started seeing the nutritionist that she might suggest, suggest that. that i i stop being vegan yeah. but she actually has not okay. um they've both been really like good about that i guess so well, i mean to, mm-hmm. it sounds to me like you're a little bit more self-aware than yeah yeah than some, yeah um, because like, i would think that like there would probably be a lot of people in that situation who would give pushback and be like that's right. not why i'm doing this yeah you know what i mean but well, it and, sounds like you figured it out yeah and i knew that's how it started and like mm-hmm. i said it just it definitely got to the point where um I mean, I just wasn't eating at all. Yeah. And that's technically vegan, but you know well, what I mean. Right. Not like, right. Yeah. 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 Jeez. Yeah. Um, and it's it's like, I, I know that you, because you asked if I wanted to come on here and talk about it, and I mm-hmm. do because there are so many stigmas around eating disorders. And I mean, some that I believed too, like the whole, um, you know, only angsty teen girls get eating disorders it's not right. true yeah. um or people who just you know want to be want to look like a supermodel like right. it's not really mm-hmm. what it is there's so many other things that go into it yeah <laughs> i'm covered in animals it's so, nice. <laughs> it's so distracting <laughs> i like it take a shot yeah <laughs> um i think the other thing too why you can be vegan and have an eating disorder is that don't don't be a staunch strict ve- it comes back yeah. to the definition sometimes of like strict what you vegan saying, exactly like like, like if right. you want the cookie eat the cookie if your yeah. mom wants the peanut m&ms eat the peanut right. m&ms and yeah you know, like, i think that's I, like i get it though because i i again would imagine that 
you're the minority. Like I would oh, say yeah. a lot of people oh, yeah. probably don't have um like the self-awareness or the ability to make that separation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because if you have an eating disorder, like that you have an illness that's telling you one thing and right. you're believing it, right? Mm-hmm. So I would think that that's probably why people say if you have this then you can't be vegan Mm -hmm. to just take away any and all opportunity, right? I mean, definitely. And I would say that if somebody has struggled severely their entire life with eating disorder behavior, yeah, yeah, maybe veganism isn't the right choice. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. But I've been doing um, those meal kit delivery services and I do a vegan one and it's great because I actually have food because one of my biggest barriers was going to the grocery store. Mm. And it's another really good another way that the the vegan excuse was great because i was like oh well my grocery store doesn't have a great vegan section uh, so like i i it was just a really good way to excuse any kind of behavior like that interesting so, yeah so the meal kits make things easier because um i don't have to worry about getting anxiety going to the grocery store i don't have to worry about the anxiety that comes with just like buying food in general so it's it's nice and um once I get to a point where I am making healthy choices and I don't have the unhealthy um, patterns, like thought patterns that I do, then I'll definitely, you know, I will be able to say no to the cookie without right. going down right. the wrong road. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. And so are those the, mm-hmm. like the meal prep and like the just saying yes to things, are those your like tools to get there? Are those the things you those like Those have been, been my biggest tools. And I also had to, of course, identify the like what the triggers were in right. the first place right. and talk about those. Yeah. Uh, or like, yeah, talk those out and um, kind of get to the bottom of those. Yeah. And then that's been helpful mm-hmm. too. So I have felt like um, it gets easier. Um, like each one that I identify and deal with, the easier everything, like the easier it gets. Sure. <laughs> that dog. <laughs> it's nice. <laughs> um, Carol, we are trying to have a serious conversation. <laughs> he's making it better. He's like, I'm here for you. Oh man. You know, he's like being my my emotional, emotional support, support animal. animal. I love it. That's so good. Um. So the other thing, and I don't know much about, I'm not a YouTube follower or anything no, like that, yeah. but like Piper is yeah. and Amy is. And so they talk to me all the time about these like pretty restrictive people on YouTube that are vegan mm-hmm. and that it gets to a point of it because they're like, oh, I'm I'm completely raw vegan, you know, for X amount of days, whatever. That's fine. Um and almost encouraging things like that. And I think that's a big problem now, too. Yeah. I feel like that kind of falls under more of the orthorexia. Yeah. Banner. Yeah. It's it's scary to me because, like, we've always said, you know, like, we're not health professionals. We're not any sort of professional, really. But, like, don't. bullshit. Yeah. Don't listen to us. You know, like, we're just talking. But these other people that do have influence over someone like you know someone like you or anyone who might be susceptible to an eating disorder whether or not they're aware of it you know goes on youtube and sees someone who's like well i'm vegan and i'm raw and i don't have to eat anything but carrots every day and then and they're like oh great i can do that too right yeah right and it's really scary and now it's coming out that these people in fact haven't been doing that all along so they've been telling other people to do it oh really oh yeah a lot of them now a lot of these vegan youtubers are being it's debunked like so irresponsible mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and like um like you should like in some way like you have to be like you have to hold yourself accountable to things like that like if you influence somebody in that way and then they start doing something because you said so i mean i don't know you know it's like if someone said oh i only eat pineapple and drink orange juice every right, day right i um i loosely mentioned mentioned this to sarah jane but i didn't tell her the whole story Um, Because I wanted to wait until right now. (laughs) Um, So kind of what Danny was talking about, and I I already mentioned this to you, but there was this girl, um, and there's a a Facebook group that I'm not in anymore, but Danny and a couple of our friends are. um, And there was this girl, like, asking for nutritional advice, saying, like, like, I want to be vegan. What do you eat to get this? What do you eat to get that? And someone was advising her that you you don't have to eat anything Mm -hmm. um, and that you can get. I I didn't see the conversation. This is all secondhand for me. But 
Are you pulling it up? Is that what the, you're doing? I can, <laughs> yes. Um, the original thing that someone said, well, everyone is going through and and saying, like, I make a smoothie or oatmeal for breakfast, you know, for lunch, I have a salad, for dinner, I do something, like, with tofu and grains. And a lot of people were just doing different versions of that. And then this schmuck comes along and says, well, all I do is eat half of good pineapple and drink orange juice or something like that. And other people were like, wait, what? That's all you eat every day? And truth, and they're like, yeah, you can get all your nutrients that you need from pineapple and orange juice and then the air yeah photosynthesis and then that that took us down the deep dark hole oh and i spent some time watching Mm -hmm. videos from that that guy that the guy something or whatever Mm -hmm. um like he's basically in this guy in the facebook group and mentioned it the breatharian oh yeah 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 so and like recommending that anyone can do that. Like you can do that. You can just drink water and live off the air. I will say that at one point, like when when I got when I was really bad, um, I definitely had these weird thought patterns where I was like, I am an ethereal being that is made of the universe and when I'm as I'm disappearing, I'm disappearing into the universe and I don't and I, you know what I mean? It was I like do. that kind of thing. I do. Yeah. yeah. So do, I totally understand how that can do you happen. Think, do you think that that part of, part of that, though, came from being malnourished? Oh, 100%. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. Like, 100%. I didn't, didn't want to, like, offend by asking, but I'm like, but do you think? No, I was going to say, I was going to say, because um, I, I, I've had some times that were really, like, difficult mentally, and... Most of them are were definitely when I wasn't eating enough and my brain wasn't working properly. See, oh. that's what I said. There's no way someone yeah. who, if they try to go 10 days, let's say just 10 days or whatever, drinking some water and breathing, there's no way that doesn't do brain damage. It absolutely like, does. And I mean, like, not to say, like, no, no, no. you have, you know, like, <laughs> oh, man. Well, I mean, at the very but least, like, I, I feel like temporary if, if I go a few days eating terribly, I'm awful. Oh, yeah. And I feel awful. Yeah. And, like, I get all depressed and I get I get bad. Like, all of the things that are exist that exist normally are, like, amplified. So I would imagine. Mm-hmm. And not only that, if you do it long enough. Yeah. It's hard to eat again. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. chewing became really hard. Not physically, but, like, mentally. Like, yeah. it was hard for me to chew. It felt like I was going to, I was just going to throw up every time I tried to chew or swallow anything. So I would have to do, um smoothies and soups and just like soft things and then once my because then once my brain was back in order then i was able to like eat more normal foods yeah it's it's really weird it's really weird i'm like really fascinated by all of this. I, <laughs> I am too and that's the thing so that's another like I don't know if stigma is the right word but so I've been interested in things like eating disorders since I was a kid because they're kind of melodramatic and yeah. you know like it was just a like it was a plot device in a bunch of lifetime movies so sure. it was interesting yeah and um so I kind of in a way thought that and I remember having this thought that I know too much about eating disorders there's no way I can get one okay I know yeah. too much mm-hmm. but that's not true <laughs> yeah i would i would almost think that that would like ca- cause one you would you, think yeah because you like have all this information and you're like so drawn to something right you know well and also like um my my mom had eating disorder behavior so it's something that i saw growing up but as i saw it i was like that's a problem and i'm yeah. never gonna be like that so i mine just was a different it took a different turn sure and i was like dang it <laughs> sure sure um, I found the conversation. Okay. Um, is that something that is, um, is there like any, I don't know if you know the answer to this. Is that, uh, is are eating disorders a thing that can be genetic? I have read not? that. I've read yeah. that, yeah, that they can definitely be genetic, which I totally yeah. think because. Well, I I, I'd yes. be curious, like the, you know, what, how much of it comes from genetics and then how much of it comes from you watching a parent right. go through something right. and then it affects you in some kind of a way. But I was just curious. No, you, found, I, you found the goods? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yes, this person. Sorry, it's orange juice or pineapple. Um, some passion fruit. Well, I can remember back in the day him posting about being a fruit-itarian. fruit Like, claiming that yeah. he only ate fruit. That's all he does now. It's some month before it was mandarin juice and mangoes. Now it's pineapples and orange juice. Oh, that's another weird phase that I went through, actually. fruit Kind of. But I... Um, 
I decided that I was only going to eat foods that a fairy could eat. So like plants and fruits and like nuts and seeds. Aww. I don't know. Yeah. That's I mean like the thing like is that yeah. Like, yeah, not like physically little but yeah, I guess kind of physically little. <laughs> That's just like, like such a you thing. Yeah. <laughs> that is like, I love that. Like, it's not a good thing uh, to terrible. have, but like, that's such you. That's such it's a you like, take I on know, it. I know. Like, it's terrible. <laughs> like, I want to be a fairy. I'm yeah. just gonna eat seeds. <laughs> um, this person would not eat seeds or nuts because they have too much fat and protein. Oh, yeah. So. I think that he he might need a little protein in his <laughs> brain, a though. Bit, a little bit of fat, a little something in his brain. He doesn't believe in cooking food because we're the only stupid animals that do that. That comment made me laugh so hard because, like, what does he th- does he think Fiero is going to cook? <laughs> own- right. <laughs> like, what do you mean we're the only animals or the only species or whatever he said that do that? We haven't evolved to eat cooked food. <laughs> we are the stupid. sickest species on earth and the only one eating cooked food. Coincidence? I think not. Hi, it's baby. unnatural. Mm-hmm. This kitty cat disagrees. Yep. Uh, just because we can adapt doesn't make it efficient to do so. You know? And then, you know, he said, just, I know what works for me and and makes my body rejoice. Ew, I fucking hate that. <laughs> Sorry. You know what makes my body rejoice? Fucking... The breakfast Beyond sandwich burger. that I ate a moment right. ago. <laughs> but, <laughs> and this coffee. But like, oh, well, this is, when you say science, you just mean mainstream science, which has an agenda. Science, for example, says that something can come from nothing and that all life evolved from a single cell. They still can't figure out how that cell came to be. It's ludicrous. I'm waiting for Andy to explode. <laughs> we are designed for a certain fuel, and there's no reason why we should need to cook anything when no other animal does. Forget, quote, science for a moment and use logic. Oh. Andy, did you did Yeah, you but know? all the other species that aren't, that don't cook their food because they're, you know, cats and whatnot, are also eating raw, mm-hmm. raw dead animals. They, they have special themselves. tummy enzy- enzymes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean... Anyway, Math is the epitome of logic. <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, at the end of the day, he's just it, it, what really bothered is, is that, you know, like these Piper and I both said somebody. exactly that was like, I don't you know, I'm a staunch believer and it's your body. Like, I don't ever wish or hope that anyone has an eating disorder or any disorder of any sort, mm-hmm. but like it's your body. And so if you're choosing that, OK, and you don't want to seek help, OK. But don't recommend it to someone right. else. Don't, don't bring anybody else down with you. Yeah. For someone who's looking to be nutritious, like you could then cause someone else, case in point, to have an eating disorder. Yeah. There's also like <sighs> so many, um, you know, there's all there's already so many problems in the promises that the vegan community makes that like, oh, if you if you eat a vegan diet, you'll you won't die. <laughs> like, you know what I mean, though? Like, right. Like vegans don't like, get cancer and vegans don't get this. And it, what? We'll see, I guess. <laughs> right. But like th- there's there's danger in those promises alone. And then you have this whole other group of people who are mm-hmm. like, you know, all this other stuff. Um, there's a book. I don't remember what the name of it is. It's something like vegans. It's something like um, vegan. The name of the book is like vegans do die or something like <laughs> that. Um, and it's about like it's like debunking all of the myths it's written by a vegan. It's like somebody who wants you to to do this correctly and mm-hmm. to know that like this is a restrictive diet, which means you have to compensate in some ways. Yeah, which mm-hmm. is what my nutritionist is big on. Mm-hmm. She's like, yeah, you can continue to be vegan as long as you're being healthy about it. And yeah. yeah. So we had to like do a meal plan and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. What other questions i feel like i have so many questions but i just don't know what they are because like i said to you like i said before this was not not a thing that i knew existed until you brought it up and i was like what it's honestly kind of great like yeah that's great yeah that your your brain didn't latch onto it like that yeah but but like as soon as you said something and then i read the article you sent me it just made sense you could see how that happens see how that would happen and i can see how this would be a dangerous choice Mm -hmm. For some people, mm-hmm. I could see. I mean, I can see how it would be a dangerous choice, even in general, mm-hmm. for people who, who who don't even necessarily have a diagnosed eating disorder, but maybe right. are just not right. doing something for the right reasons or what yeah. have you. Any kind of like obsessive, yeah, any kind of obsessive mm-hmm. thing. 
you know, in any of these other, the, the whole world about these crazy, you know, breatharian is a thing that people describe to now. Dry fasting? That guy Dry that I fasting? sent you the link to his website um, that with the... I don't remember the guy's name, but the the guy who I sent you his website, mm-hmm. he claims that he has not eaten food in like years. Yeah, and I'm like, bro, there's no way that's true. <laughs> I just, that's, I and like I when they talk about like dry fasting, so you don't do anything, you just are literally starving. Yeah. You don't even drink water. Oh, dry fasting, you no water. Wow, no anything. You're just breathing air. Yeah, and that's saying? he's claiming that he did that for like ten days, and that some people do it up to twenty. And, you know, he didn't wouldn't recommend it, but you could try doing it like people have survived up to 20, 30 days. Just no water, no food. Did you see the documentary The Sound of Insects? No. Mm -hmm. It's about a guy who I mean, he was clearly mentally ill, but he went to the um, went to the woods with just water and starved himself. And that's the way he wanted to to end his life was to starve. And it took. Wow. It took like. Over a hundred days, I think, wow. or, or something like that. So you can survive a long time, but not without water, right? Yeah, yeah, yep. The dry fasting is a and like, and this person, this it's Ray, whatever is the one I was Ray Mayor. Yeah, looked him up. Yep, Ray Mayor, and he's he does this where he does retreats where you can dry fast and you can practice breatharian, yeah, in the safety and company of other people. But I, I <laughs> when I was googling stuff about um about this, there was an article on from gq where this person went to a retreat in northern california Mm -hmm. and um she says there was no medical professionals there there was no no nobody no like anybody Mm -hmm. who actually knew anything there Mm -hmm. and that it was a variety of people some of which were doing it because they wanted to lose weight Mm -hmm. some of it some people like were feeling bad about themselves and wanted to start new it does seem like mostly like people who are not maybe in a good place to be mm-hmm. making those kinds of decisions and she writes like a whole thing about her um experience there and more or less how it was like a little wild i like i feel like it's preying upon people honestly like that oh, with someone sure. like that who's making money and writing books that's where you're like preying upon these folks who want to start over or yeah. who have an eating disorder already or or all these different things and being like no you can do it and here's how you ease back into eating after starving yourself for 10 days mm-hmm. like you should never be saying you should never no. have tips on how to start eating again i mean it should exist for someone who has absolutely an eating disorder but yes. it shouldn't be talked about so flippantly because no. like honestly it's I, I mean and i and my situation was definitely not as worse as, as bad as some people mm-hmm. have but it was really hard to start eating again. Mm-hmm. And I was really stunned when um, when I went to the nutritionist for the first time. Because first of all, she weighed me. Mm-hmm. And um, weighing myself is one of those things that I just do not do. Because right. I, um, from the time I was a teenager, because I, I, like I said, I watched my mom do that. And I was like, okay, so I'm keeping numbers out of this. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to mm-hmm. have that kind of behavior. But when she, when she weighed me, I was like 86 pounds which was like a good way to like wake me up and then when she gave me the meal plan plan that time it wasn't a weight gain eating plan it was a refeeding eating plan and that was really scary like I was like oh I can't believe I and I was like well that seems a little bit dramatic and then as I was trying to do this I couldn't do it I was like this is so much food and it's really wasn't you know what I mean yeah 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 that's so yeah for someone to be talking about it like i can go on a website and watch a 10 minute video on you know i think it links his youtube or whatever about Mm -hmm. how to start eating again like that shouldn't no from this from this schmuck he's not he's not a medical professional he's not a nutritionist this this ray fellow if you go to his website and his and his little uh, about me section it says uh his journey started in 2012 when he went through a 21 day initiation process um, and I read somewhere else that he went like a full year without eating or whatever. And now mm-hmm. he does it all the time. But he says, today I practice pranic living. Today I practice pranic living lifestyle with eating only occasionally. So it's like, what does that mean, though? Mm-hmm. Only mm-hmm. occasionally. Because like y- you are eating and I would imagine it's probably more than you're letting on. Mm-hmm. Because otherwise, I-, I don't know. 
it's just it's really scary and then this is the same one the guy who was talking about coffee enemas so what you're starving yourself and then shooting coffee up your butt oh my god that's a terrible idea that's the like, same person that's right yes you, oh, that's yes. like a heart attack waiting to happen. Right. <laughs> right. Oh, God. No, no, that's he has coffee enema videos. He has all this stuff. That's the first one that I sent you was from Ray. So this guy who doesn't oh. eat except occasionally does is talking about coffee enemas. And I'm like, what? Wait, what? No, no. That is literally a heart attack. That's Why a terrible would, idea. Oh, my God. That's like. But also, I mean, you must be eating. Otherwise, a coffee enema would like. And, like, at no point like, does he... sides would come out. At least, <laughs> at least I'm pretty sure he doesn't say, like, I'm not a medical professional. He just says, like, you can live like this, too, which is technically not saying I am a medical. He's not, like, right. lying and saying he has a degree. Mm-hmm. But he's not saying that he doesn't. He's saying you can do these things and be healthy because I can. Yeah. And so, like, it's fine. And it's scary. It scares the shit out of me. Yeah. It's also scary how it's, it kind of preys on the... Um, I don't know, almost like the new agey kind of Mm -hmm. thing. And that makes a lot of sense to me, too, because, I mean, at the end of the day, eating disorders are just a coping mechanism. Mm -hmm. Um, And so for for me, when I feel hungry, I feel grounded. So I feel like I'm in my body. Mm -hmm. And those are both two very hippie-ish things to say. But it's exactly how it feels. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's really interesting that that those are the communities that this person seems to be... Well, and like I was telling Andy, like pranic living, prana, the energy, the life force, that's something we talk about in yoga all the fucking time. So you are, you're preying on these people who want to feel connected to themselves and to the earth. And who are arguably more open-minded. Yes. Oh, yeah. Because they they have some certain beliefs Mm -hmm. in things that are, you know, energies and things like that. So you're, you you know that these people will listen to you. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so this, if you go to the, if you look at his workshop, he's doing a workshop, um, starts next week in Thailand. If you guys want to go, mm-hmm. says, I was going to be there anyway. So, oh, perfect. Well. well, um, it says, uh, experience dry fasting under friendly supervision, freedom from all dependencies, including food, healthiest <laughs> lifestyle imaginable, maximize, maximize body potential while detoxing all that's not needed. Boosted and expanded awareness, increased level of energy and vitality, blissful sleep and feeling of freshness after waking up, engage your manifestation muscle and learning how to use it in your favor. I'm sorry, your Where manifest- is your manifestation, Where's your manifestation <laughs> muscle? <laughs> Keep your manifestation muscle in your pants. <laughs> I don't know. Where do you think? Kat tried to show her manifestation muscle <laughs> the other day. Whip it out of her shirt. Honest to God. It's shit like that that like is so... It's to me, I'm like, what the fuck is that? But like a lot it's of like it's an, eat, an, resort. an eating disorder, any sort of disorder. You're not in the right mental space. Mm-hmm. You are vulnerable. Yeah. And exactly. so reading, Yo, reading that is crazy. Costs? I can only imagine. Wait, 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 wait. wait. <laughs> okay, can we wait. guess? Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. I'm going to guess. How long is it? A week? Um, week retreat? It is, I think, eight days. It's eight days in, in Thailand. Thailand. I'm going to go with 10 grand. Oh, no, it's I'm, not that much. I'm going to oh. go four. You're close. Um, If you do, I can't, it won't let me scroll all I was just, over. I was about to say something really stupid and be like, well, is it lodging and food included? But no, there's no food. There's different levels. <laughs> so, <laughs> so no, there's not. It's just lodging. You can do the wow, basic. that's a really inexpensive way to do a retreat. Yeah, yeah right? Yeah, this is a dry retreat. You yeah, it's a dry retreat. You can do the basic package, the comprehensive package, or the master package. Um, and at most you're looking at about $3,100. Okay. That's the basic. And if you wanted to upgrade, and that's like having a, a bunk mate. If you mm. wanted your own room, it's an extra six hundos. Mm. Mm-hmm. I was going to guess about three grand. Yeah. So I went 10 because I was hoping it was crazier. Yeah. Yeah. Great. The So the basic package, so this is what you're getting. If you want like the cheapo version, you only want to pay two grand. Then you get the basic package, which is the workshop and shared accommodations. If you want to go a little bit more up, you get the workshop, shared accommodations, six months follow up support group, a monthly meeting with Ray and other people from different processes. And then the next one up, the workshop accommodations, six months follow up, a monthly meeting with Ray. And we'll pay um, for your medical bills when you go to the hospital. (laughs) Three (laughs) private support calls. Um, The addition private... Oh, 
Oh, my mom's calling me. Sorry, mom. Mm-hmm. Um, the addition private meetings are ERA sessions with Leslie, a professional breatharian that is responsible for the post-process integrations. So you get nothing, really, if you pay more. You can go to the internet. <laughs> yeah. um, what are the qualifications to of a professional a, yeah, breatharian? A professional breatharian. I don't know. How do you make money from not eating? Because, like, I can do that. Like, that's a great question. Like, I don't understand how that's a profession. That's, I just can't with that guy. Um, Sounds like the worst. And he looks exactly like what you would expect really? to. Okay. Like, shaved underneath, long curly hair up yeah. in a ponytail, wearing like a yogic type tank top. Exactly yeah. what you would fucking think. Yeah. How and, old is he? It doesn't say. Would you guess like fifties or so? I would. That's where I'm putting him. I would guess forties. Okay, it's hard to like this picture. I think is probably a little dated, but I would guess forties, maybe. Yeah. Um, and I watched while I was waiting for Andy to get me from work the other day. I watched two of his videos. Uh, my brain melted. Mm -hmm. But one of the things he said that's a good thing about dry fasting. I didn't watch a breatharian one. I watched a dry fasting one. Yes. Um, is that you don't have to, and I quote, do number two, and so you can save time and have more time <laughs> to do poops. other things. Ever? Well, I mean, if he's, well, when he's dry fasting. Okay. He's like, part of the upside is that you don't have number two in the toilet. That he was his exact word. number two in the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> but give him $3,000 so that you can sit in a room with him and not eat. Wow. But like, now how does like on, <laughs> honestly though, honestly like something like this existing, and you being where you're at and what mm-hmm. you've gone through, how did you feel about someone like this? Um, so does- I hadn't. So I had I had heard of oxygenarian or breatharian or that kind of things yeah. before. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you sent me something about it, as soon as you sent it to me, I was like, oh, I get that. Yeah, like mm-hmm. it's definitely not something that I'm gonna. Th- now that I have food in my brain and in my yeah. body, mm-hmm. I don't look at that and think, oh, that's a that's a an option. Sure. It's more mm-hmm. of a that's so I I, I get it, but yeah. that's sad. You yeah. know? Yeah. Like I totally get it though. Yeah. Cause I like I said, I definitely remember laying in my floor thinking about how I didn't actually need food because I was made of the of the same things as everything around me, so we can just nourish each other. And, the, and you know and, what I mean. And that's like that's some like of the what stuff that he, he said. talks about. Yeah. yeah, and it's so weird that those are the thoughts that like, I mean, that happened organically for me. That didn't happen um, because I read his work or anything. That's right. just I don't know. It's so weird that your brain will go there. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Eating disorders are weird. Like they're yeah. weird. <laughs> I think though, like you said, though that coupled with your affinity for energies and for yeah. like the other interests in your life, it's like that, you were like, set does up. make more sense. It like, does. That's where your brain goes. For yeah. sure. That yeah. makes sense. I get that. And like you didn't need someone to tell you about this kind of thing. I'm just you know like think of someone like he's so loud. He's so loud. <laughs> I love it so much. <laughs> like think of someone like. Amy, for instance, yeah, you know, who was also into Reiki and energies and all this different things. Like, what if she started? No, she won't. She thinks yeah. it's the guy's wacko, too. But like, what if she, you know, something really bad happened but to I her and that. she went to the Internet yeah. and like and then saw this and was like, oh, wow, this is how I could be closer. I just I also do understand, though, because I remember when we did our Reiki training Mm -hmm. like that at that time like Mm -hmm. when you find something that works so well for you and makes such a difference in your life and is like opening all these different like paths and things Mm -hmm. for you like that was like such a time Mm -hmm. and I think that if somebody had approached me with these ideas at that time I don't think I would have gone for it but I think I would have been like oh wow yeah that's really interesting because I was so not to say that I'm still not, but like I was so enthralled in all right. of these you ideas. You were immersed in this whole yeah. world. Yeah. And like, well, and it's really easy to give credit to this thing that you're doing when it doesn't have anything to do with what's sure. actually going on. That's like, fair too. My life was for a, a bit, it was changing for the better, but that's because I got out of a shitty relationship. It's because mm. I like I moved there were reasons that things were getting better but my brain was connecting the yeah not eating with the things getting better yeah Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and I just think people don't need 
help in coming to these conclusions. Yeah. You yeah. know, I just, I just wish someone would ask him and be like, do you ever think of like the possible negative impact and yeah. the repercussions of this? Pretty sure this guy would be like, no. What does his insurance look like? Oh, my God. <laughs> Great question. Great question. Like, how do you even get insured for such a thing? You'd have to, right? Is to, he? Do you teach? need insurance in Thailand? Oh. Yeah, that's my. <laughs> mm-hmm. Interesting. Because I can't see anyone insuring him. If he's like, I'm going to do this retreat where we don't eat. Well, the, like the one girl who wrote the article about going somewhere mm-hmm. in Northern California. Like, what are they doing? Are you claiming you're doing something else? Like, what? Are you claiming because it's like no a yoga way. or spiritual yeah, like retreat? Spiritual and not... retreat. Or maybe, like, it doesn't matter what kind of retreat it is if you just, like, classify it under, like, a, a health and wellness thing. Mm. You know what I mean? They're probably also very careful with their wording, yeah. especially with anything written down. Yeah. I would think. Interesting. Yeah. It's insidious. Yes. That's a good word. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I for sure want to do more because this is i mean the the breatharian thing was just a really scary place to like read about and it just it was crazy um we should watch a documentary oh there's a documentary he has a documentary what's it called the light child something light children something 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 it's like and like just the just the like trailer that i watched for it was like you know, people sitting out in the sunshine together and chanting and stuff. It's, it's, yeah, it's literally targeting groups of certain groups of people. Because mm-hmm. you're not going to show that to, like, Mike. Oh, my God. I mean, you should. <laughs> you should do that because it would be really oh, funny. But, no, like, no, no, no. but that's not someone, but someone like Sarah Jane, right. someone like Amy, you yeah. know, those are the people that you'd be like, oh, yeah. I do. I like, I, yeah, I guess if I think about it that way, though, I do get it. Like how somebody could be like, mm-hmm. yeah, because you also I feel like when you're like, because I remember back when we first started doing Reiki and all that, you feel like you're like, like, you know, something that nobody yes. else knows. Yes, that's so that's totally it. Mm-hmm. And you feel like, like I was just thinking that if I had run across this group on online that were, were we making all of this, mm-hmm. these claims, I would be like, oh, what I'm doing is crazy because yeah. I felt like I I don't know. It was yeah. almost like I had this. Yes. This magic secret. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. And and because like you're you're I don't even know like you're having these experiences that make you feel like not that you're above everyone else but like kind of mm-hmm. yeah because or, because you know something yeah you, and you know what I it's mean it's like you're on a deeper parallel yeah you know what I mean not yeah. like a like better than everybody but like almost like a I don't know it's weird yeah yeah mm-hmm. I don't really know how to word it either but I do remember feeling very like I I know something you don't know yeah mm-hmm. I have it I have it figured out. Yeah, that was a fun feeling. Remember that? Yeah, that was yeah. a that was a time. That was a weird time in our lives. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and <laughs> because, like, but but to be fair, I think like we were able to recognize when things were a little crazy. Yes, exactly. Like when like, like portals in the mirrors. Yes. I remember we were like, no, no, that's not a thing. <laughs> There's portals in the mirrors? No! <laughs> allegedly, are there portals there are in alleged the mirrors? There are portals in the mirrors. Oh, cool. How do I, how do I access these portals? That's um, a great question. We'll have to ask. I think we were trying to prevent access, weren't we? Right. Well, not Why? we, but you know what I mean. Why? Yeah. It's on the other side of the portals. We didn't, uh, they didn't Hell, know. probably. I don't know. Like, my, my, I always got really confused because I felt like all of the stuff that we were doing would somehow bleed into Catholicism. And I was like, why are we doing that? Uh, didn't, you, yeah. didn't you feel that way? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I can see that. With like demons and shit. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I don't I don't believe in demons. I just yeah. I'm sorry. I don't yeah. Oh my gosh. And one time I remember going to a channeling session with somebody who could channel um the Virgin Mary. <gasps> Did I not what? tell you about this? I want to channel the Virgin Mary. Well I it's... have so many questions. For her. <laughs> <laughs> I want to so applaud funny. her on the best yeah. the best choice anyone has ever made, the best scandal, the yes. best cover up. Yes. <laughs> no one else can ever pull that. No. <laughs> it's yeah. It was funny though, because like she was saying things like, She wants you to all live in love and blah blah blah. And I was like, You're not talking to Mary. <laughs> was she, <laughs> was she talking shit. to Mary or did she claim was she, Mary in her? Mary was in her. Ah. Yes. <laughs> and it was funny because I, I very I obviously was like, This is 
bullshit. Yeah, like, I'm right. not, I, I, this is so yeah. ridiculous. But all the other women who were there were very, very into it. And they were all very excited for me specifically to meet this person because um, it was a real fun community to be a part of because they all were obsessed with me and they thought it was very cool. Um, <laughs> that was great. You are pretty cool, to Thank be you fair. very much. <laughs> they just thought I was like some sort of magical entity i was like this is awesome um but it was very clear that she did not want to meet me like she deliberately kept herself on the opposite end of the room for me the entire time and i think it's because she knew that i was like you are full this of bullshit were you yeah. the youngest person in the room yes yeah. absolutely absolutely yeah she's like this little whippersnapper yeah gonna she's, figure me out. she's on to me these darn kids <laughs> she's gonna pull the mask off like in scooby-doo <laughs> it's old mr jenkins every time It was fun. That's a good story. Yeah, I like you. that. Thank you. That was good. Oh, that could be a whole other podcast, probably the stories. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah. That was fun. It was a good it was a time. It was a good time. Little little run we had there. Yeah. I miss it sometimes. I think about it. Yeah. And I'm like, that was that was cool. I know. Yeah. If you ever want to be a witch again, just let I me definitely know. want to be a witch again. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely still 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 claim it. Yeah. 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 I definitely, like, I'm sure I've told Amy, like, I tell stories all the time specifically about, like, the different, like, meditations and stuff we used to do. They were weird. They were weird. And I've never had that with anybody else. No, me neither. So I'm like, I don't know. I I believe in past lives because of her. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Interesting. Yeah. I have yeah. to tell you about a really weird past life thing later. It's not relevant. So Was I there? No. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, you might have been. It was before I met you. Oh, okay. Which is crazy. That's why it's weird. Well, because it was your past life or? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> you could have been one of the people and I just didn't know yet. I see. Yeah. Okay. Fair. Okay. Interesting. Maybe you okay. knew Fiero in I your think past I did. life. <laughs> the, um, the foster, his Mother. foster mom says that, um, he must know that you love animals and Aww. you have a nice you're a nice person yeah. and he probably has a crush on you which oh, is fair because he's a he's a ladies man he like i can tell and he's but he's charming. i've never seen him like this with yeah. anybody other than me that's so nice like thank you fiero he must have a crush on you instant instant he, you crush. know what i bet it is what? he knows how upset you were when you realized you could never be in wicked <gasps> <laughs> that's it that's it he's gonna you, help you he's gonna help you live your dream <laughs> do you know that story no oh my god so again totally not relevant but that's, that's this podcast yeah, perfect so when i was 19 20 or something um and i got on birth control for the first time i lost my mind like i, I don't do hormones terribly well um and i i was having these really intense meltdowns all the time like i couldn't stop crying i couldn't get out of bed um i couldn't do anything i couldn't go anywhere it was awful and there was nothing logically for me to be upset about. So my brain had to pick something crazy. And it chose, like, I couldn't stop fixating on the fact that I was never going to be in Wicked on Broadway. That's all I could think about. Like, I wanted to be in Wicked so bad. <laughs> and I knew it wasn't going to happen. And I couldn't get out of bed. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh. who, uh, who did you want to be in Wicked? I wanted to be Alphaba. Okay. Obviously, but like, also, I felt like I was probably too short to play her. I had a lot of feelings about it. Well, Fierro obviously, yeah, Fierro's feels like he has found his alphabet. Exactly. Oh, so nice. <laughs> exactly. All my dreams are coming true. <laughs> oh, He's like, I remember when, um, because I was living with my aunt when all of that was going on, and she, it was bad enough that she came and had a conversation with me. She was like, "I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's wrong, but." you can you talk to me about it so we can maybe figure it out and i was like i can't tell you <laughs> i knew it was stupid but she was like and she was very very concerned so finally i i told her and she laughed at me like her demeanor changed immediately she was no longer worried about me she was just she was like laughing, right. which is fair enough <laughs> oh man. maybe someday maybe 
honestly, you could do an off Broadway. You could play Alphabet and you have your Fiero. Yeah. Oh like my you God. can create your own version of Wicked. I keep wanting to start to sing um, No Good Deed, like the part where she mm-hmm. screams. Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. not going to do it. That's, yeah. I mean, it happened. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Pro tip that's how I get him out of the yard. Oh. Like, I mean, that's, that's, that's how you get this dog out of the yard. Yeah. Yeah. Little angel. He's a good guy. Oh. Well, anything else for, for, for this? Mm-hmm. No. Anything else you want to say regarding anything? Like, yeah, anything just, you want to say or share? Just that if you do have these behaviors, you really should just go talk to somebody about it. Yeah, it's important. Like it really is. And um, like I was saying earlier, once you start identifying those triggers and the reasons behind why you chose that coping mechanism, it's a lot easier to get over it. So, and you can, and you can, you can get over it. It isn't yeah. something that you are, you know, you might always be recovering. It yeah. might, I don't know if it's one of those yeah. type of things where it's like a very long process, sometimes a forever process, yeah. but like, it's not, you're not like done. You're, and, yeah. You and, can and, still live. And like the triggers like changed like right. after, um, I don't know, once I got food in my brain, it started changing. Like, even today, I was having a little bit of an issue because, like, when we were eat- at Bourbon and Wolf and I was eating the the, the, big, monster. the monster burger <laughs> thing, it was delicious, but my brain kept saying, you can't eat this in front of them because you're going to about to go talk about how you have an eating disorder and you're eating this big mm. thing. You can't do that. Mm. And But I, I just have to fight against those. Yeah. Those things. So, yeah. yeah, my only thing would be, yeah, go talk to somebody. Yeah. It's a good idea. That's Therapy a- is good. That's yes, so interesting. I, I actually concur. was wondering because I didn't know any of your process or any of your yeah. store, any of your triggers prior to right now as right, we're talking. Right. And I was wondering how far down the wrong path you had you had gone and things yeah. like that. And that's what I was wondering. Like, I wonder if she's self conscious. Yeah, I'm super self conscious. And so, do you feel like though that you're because do you feel like your anxiety gets in the way too though? Because mm. I think things like that, but for me, it's from anxiety. Yeah, yeah, because, for sure. Because my anxiety has always manifested um, physically. Like yeah. I, I get physically sick, which does relate to eating, obviously. Mm-hmm. So I get in a place where like it used to be hard for me to eat in front of people because I'd be pretty sure I was going to throw up mm-hmm. because of my anxiety. So I'd be curious, like, do you, are you able to know, like, this is my anxiety speaking? This is my eating stuff speaking? This is my... That's what I've had to start to, to figure yeah. out. Like, anytime I have a thought that's negative, I'm like, okay, so where is that coming from? Is that yeah. from the eating disorder voice? Is that my anxiety? Is that my depression? Is that... Because, yeah. I mean, that's... You know, logically, that's not what you think about yourself. So right. let's figure out where that's coming from so we can stop it. Yeah. And that's... It's crazy to... I don't know. When I talk about it, I feel like it sounds like I have multiple people in my brain talking. And that's no, not true. That. But yeah. also it is but kind of true in a way. But also it's kind of true. Right? Yeah. yeah. No, I get that. Yeah. And a lot of us have the... You know, I had a really... I mean, I sent myself... We can tell you after about right before going to London yeah. when I literally... Had, oh, yeah. had to go to the hospital because I couldn't breathe oh, for like no. three or four days and I thought I was sick. Uh-huh. Um, but it's just a an extended prolonged anxiety wow. attack. Wow. Of that's how bad my anxiety was, and I had no idea. And so like I again I have to control, you know, my thoughts or like recognize where is this coming from. And so sometimes you feel like there's multiple people in your head. Oh, for sure. And like there there kind of is. Yeah. And so if you see that, folks, go talk to someone and as cheesy as it sounds because my therapist would all be like you have to talk back to that voice and i was like shut up <laughs> like yeah, that's so yeah, yeah. dumb but no you have to yeah you have to talk back to it yeah 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 my therapist talks to me a lot about wise mind and emotional mind mm-hmm. because i mm-hmm. live in emotional mind mm-hmm. and she is like trying to t- get me to live in wise mind which yeah. is kind of what you're saying like is what i'm thinking is that true Mm-hmm. is that reasonable can i prove what i'm thinking because mm-hmm. i like make shit up in my head mm-hmm. <laughs> and then i'm like and then i like convince myself that it's true so she's got me like working on figuring out when i'm being realistic mm-hmm. and when i'm being yeah and you have to figure out what parts of your brain you can trust right like i know i can't trust um when i look at myself in the mirror i can't trust what that mm-hmm. what i feel like or I, I i can't sure and so i actually do weigh myself nowadays uh, because I have to do reality checks. Mm-hmm. Like I have to, like, cause I'll have a day where I'm like, oh my God, I'm literally enormous. And then I have to say, no, you're not. Go do a reality check, step on the scale. And then I'm like, oh no, no, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know? So. Oh man. Well, 
I really that was a good one. Yeah. Oh, and um, one one more thing because um, I am back to eating a vegan diet, but in a healthy way. So sure. it's totally doable, even if you do have an eating disorder. It's just a little bit. You got to think a little harder about sure. it. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I would say support systems, friends yeah. too, like anyone that you can have, even Absolutely. your animal. You know, lean on who is around you. And I got to get on that therapy thing because every time I hear I mean God bless it's, my therapist I know and sometimes yeah. I like <laughs> sometimes I like and that's such a part of therapy I think I was saying this to you the other day like sometimes I like don't want to talk to her about stuff because I know she's gonna mm-hmm. <laughs> I know she's gonna tell me what's up and yeah. I don't want to hear it yeah. <laughs> yep. yeah. Uh, oh, this has been really good yeah. Thank you. Thank, yeah, you. thank you. Yay, this is good. This good topic. Was, yeah. And, any, and thank you for doing it because yeah. we, I don't know. I don't know. We wouldn't have done it justice because we would have been like. No. I yeah, <laughs> No. No. And like, thank you for being open enough. Yeah, absolutely. To want to talk about it to us and to, you know. Yeah. I think it's awesome listening. that you guys have a platform. It's cool. Yeah, all two or three of the people listening. <laughs> I don't know. The people in the UK who listen. Yeah. Oh. We have a pretty big UK following. It's uh Do we? U- yeah, US and then Canada and then UK. Cool. One, two, three. And then we have some people in Australia too. Hey Australia. Oh. Yeah. That's awesome. wild. Yeah. Yeah. Except we I don't think we've hit the middle states still. Andy mm. could tell us after. It's okay. It's those weird states. Um, the Dakotas. I can get you some Colorados. Yeah, Ooh, yeah, yes, I do. Um, do you want to? Because you're going to start your podcast back up, right? Yeah. I am. Yeah. So my friend Anna and I have a podcast about Harry Potter. It's Yay. called The Howler Hour. Um, we took a little bit of a hiatus, but we're starting. We're going to start recording new episodes again soon. Well, maybe we can yeah. finally do the vegan crossover Hogwarts Hogwarts. Yeah, not if you say Hogwarts. <laughs> Hogwarts. You're not going to be allowed on it. Hogwarts. Hogwarts. <laughs> Yeah, you Harry you, you Potter according to Kat. <laughs> that would be funny too. Well, we do a couple of, we've done um um episodes called Interview with a Muggle and have somebody who doesn't know anything about Harry Potter oh, on I and could ask do that. I don't know. It's really fun thing. It's yeah. so fun. I don't know anything. I was thinking also about uh telling Kat like we could maybe secretly do a D episode or something oh, yeah, yeah. like you, we could do we could guys. be like yeah cat <laughs> let's record um, another v-spot episode yeah, it's gonna be secretly D. i'll take that week off and she can be your co-host that week no you're not gonna I'll know take a nap <laughs> she would like it you'd like it see that's what i'm saying <laughs> it, you would uh, i think i'm good <laughs> whatever so the howler hour yes um and yeah, so on Instagram, we're just at the Howler Hour. And I'm at Sarah Jane, not Smith. <laughs> you want to follow me? Yes. I actually still have you in my phone as Farrah Fane. Farrah Fane. <laughs> True story. Farrah Jane Fall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so funny. Uh, well, okay. Yeah. All right. Cool. And uh, old episodes for us. If you want to go to the vspot.fm, you can. Listen to all our other. We've been on a roll of fantastic human beings who yeah. bless us with their presence. That's true. Even though we're strange and go off topic and things like that. Yeah. So if you want to hear other cool interviews and hear us talk to other cool people, you can go there. Cool. And um, the most important thing that you can do for any podcast, the Howler Hour or the V Spot or anyone that you like, is to tell your friends. Yeah. Because we learned recently that. The other shit doesn't really matter <laughs> from from professionals. Uh, well, I don't know if you listen to the McElroy boys yes, at all. Yes, I do. Okay. I love them. Ugh, obsessed. Um, they said, basically, it doesn't matter what the fuck you do. Yeah. Like, you can buy all the ads and stuff you want. And like, yeah, that'll help. But really, it's it's word of mouth. So telling telling a friend to support your favorite podcasts. That'd be great. Perfect. Cool. Cool. She got a clicker. Yeah, it's on my dog. So we're going to mind meld and click at the same time. Oh, my God. Okay. Yes. <laughs> okay. Are you ready? Yeah. That wasn't bad. That wasn't bad. <laughs> I thought we were going to do a count. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no, no. 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 Just going for it. Yeah, yeah, we just go for it. And usually it's terrible. <laughs>